Guys, what is up, everyone? It is the No Notes Podcast, episode 29 today, November 8th. It is. Monday. Season two. Uh, we have your boy, Matty B, with H Double here. I'm pretty excited for today's episode. It is our college basketball special since tomorrow is the official start of the 2021-2022 college basketball season and we are super stoked for that but without further ado we need to address the elephant in the room which is who won the punishment for the nfl games this weekend and let me tell you what the times have not changed charles has lost once again he is on a three three week losing streak i am safe so for those viewers who remember, the punishment was we had to post on our Instagrams or whatever a picture or an idea that the other person had for us. And so I will do my idea for Charles. Um, you guys will probably like this. I know I think it is funny. Um, for those of you who don't know Charles, he is basically a woolly mammoth. And so what I'm going to have him do, he'll post a picture with, without his shirt on. And he'll be like, the beast is back. Matty B is the true winner. And that's what he will say. The beast is back. Matty B is the true winner. Is that the exact quote? Yep. Okay. Well, let me write that down I just think... so I have it. Okay. Yeah, you can change it if you want, but that's what I'll write down. Yeah, I'll, 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 yeah write down, but that's what I'm thinking. Um, it's kind of a play on words since Charles is very hairy. And, well, you know, Matty B did win. But what, what is it? The Charles... beast is back. Maddie B is better than me. Is that what it was? No, uh, no. Maddie B is the best. Is the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But I wanted to hear what your idea was if I would have lost. So I was going to do like a picture, I think. Well, first, let me just say uh, I felt cheated this week, but it's okay because oh my gosh. I, I agree with Matt. We shouldn't have only had one game, but my heart only disagreed with you on one game personally i will admit you know like the texans dolphins i did get that wrong i did predict the texans and you switched to the dolphins which you didn't want to and hey it paid off but you know i didn't want to switch to the, the niners but you know it makes sense we didn't want to come out to one game so it just sucks because in my heart i didn't want to pick them but it is what it is i'll do it you know i'm chilling uh we both can terrible, the thing, though. you know, you know that I would do the same for you. I yeah. would do that if it's one game again. I'm I just the same thing. I'm just mad the Dolphins won, honestly. I, bro, whenever I heard that Tua had a broken finger, I was like, okay, well, no, I, I was like, like, be posting. I'm like, shoot, okay, I'm gonna be posting. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, nah, they're gonna win. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, Tyron <laughs> Taylor is just rusty, honestly. I feel like that's really the reason I lost. Yeah. He was pretty bad, but we both did terrible because all the upsets. Anyways, yeah, yeah I'm, I was four and eight pinning tonight, and you're five and nine, so really bad. Uh, anyways, Wait, what I would have done makes sense. What I would have done for you that is, means that I'm five and seven, Charles. What? Because if you're four and eight, that's twelve games. That means that I'd be five and seven. That's oh, twelve games. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyways, okay. that makes sense. Anyways. anyways, so what I was gonna do was like some sort of picture of you that i had i don't know for sure if i mm -hmm. had one but 
I, I, I mean, I was, I didn't want to look until I know for sure I won. So I didn't do, do that far, but I had the caption pick. I was going to do like a, a quote. It was going to be like a quote. <laughs> I was going to say spaghetti with no meatballs is like a tree with no leaves. And I was going to do like hashtag deep quote, hashtag inspirational, hashtag sad, or hash, you know, something stupid <laughs> like that. And it's going to be like a selfie of you, or maybe if I couldn't find one, like a picture of spaghetti with no meatballs. And it's just like something like stupid like that. That's just out of the blue. And that was my plan. And I'm really okay. sad. It's really sad. I couldn't execute that, but you know, you take L sometimes. So yeah, I mean, that was my, my idea. I thought it was good. What do you, do you think that was a good, a uh, good photo caption? Yeah, that would have been funny. It would, the people were like, what the heck? And they have to explain, I lost a bit, you know, but no, I feel like, no, might- it's dope. I was joking, like your friends would be like, yeah, bro, same. Or they'd agree with you, you know. <laughs> That's what she was saying. I was like, probably, honestly. So <laughs> mine's a little, mine's, uh, yeah, mine's definitely, you got me there. That's a good good one. That's going to be uh, interesting to say that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, does, um, let's see. Yeah, so was there any thing you want to talk about involving the NFL? Was there any main – Not really. Besides all the upsets, which um, – I mean, there's the Aaron Rodgers thing, but – Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's – was can, there anything about the game we, specifically? Oh, uh, no. There wasn't really any games that were really that good this weekend, I don't think. So – I mean, I don't know what happened to the Bills, honestly, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're – I think we can just talk about Friday, our football thing, and just move on to college basketball because I think that's way more entertaining than what happened this weekend in the NFL. So, rip the rip the bills, bro. <laughs> I know, Ugh. but hey, the Patriots are half game out of first place in the AFC East. So there we go. That is true, and the Ravens with a I mean, I'm wearing the Lamar shirt. Ravens with a comeback win again. Lamar has no quit in him. That's Lamar's the one I gave it. you, right? No, the other one. You gave me the other one. You, you. That's the second time you said that. Uh, Charlie Did Brown I gave me this one. Just you a Ravens one. Yeah, Charlie Brown gave me the actual oh. Lamar shirt. Uh, oh, okay. Lamar's got a competitive backbone in him that, as Skip Bayless says, a competitive backbone that just no other player has. He just doesn't quit. There's so much fight in him. You know. So, there you go. Big win though. Big win. I'm super pumped about that. Anyways, yeah, I think it's time to move on to college basketball. Matt, you take it away. Go yes. Ahead and get us started. So we are going to talk about college basketball. We are going to give our initial thoughts, maybe on rankings of what we think top 25 is right now. Um, but most of what we're going to do is we're going to say who our final four team is, teams are right now, just right from the get-go, what we think. And then we're going to talk about um, which player or players – should be some of the best in college basketball. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to do. We're not going to do all division winners, all that stuff. We're just going to keep it nice and simple. And we might talk about couple, the couple games that are on tomorrow, the little classics, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll probably actually save those probably more till Friday, yeah. kind of recap those instead. Um, so right now we're just doing preseason stuff. Uh, Charles, I'm going to let you take it away then, and you can start with whatever one you want. We can do our Final Four stuff. We can do players. Actually, I think we should do players first, and then we can go into our Final Four. 
type thing. What do you think? Yeah, that's fine with me. So you're thinking like okay. maybe give my my All America team like my sure, first team, yeah. okay, like my five yeah. best players, and then player of the yeah. year, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So I mean, I personally don't like. For me, I, I know more about returning players that played college. I don't know necessarily a lot about incoming freshmen, you know, like who are high top high school recruits. So I don't know how much of an impact those guys will make. I know some of them could be stars. Obviously, Chet Holgram, the Gonzaga center, I've, I've heard a lot about him. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. you know, supposed to be something insanely special. But, I mean, you got to start with – I mean, I, I feel like you got to start. It doesn't seem right if you don't put Drew Timmy in that list, the stash. The, yeah. The stash. Uh, I mean, you know, he was great last year. He was really – I mean, along with Jalen Suggs. You know, he was like the engine of that offense. I felt like, you know, great player. It's his junior year now. So, and now, you know, with Jalen Suggs gone and uh, Corey Kispert gone, the offense is going to really run through him. And and also I feel like Chet Holgram, they're going to play off each other. So they're going to go to more of like a, a big man rotation, but so, so talented, so skilled in the paint. He can dominate in the paint. I think he's going to have a, a double, double season probably, or close to that, at least 20, you know, so Gonzaga is going to be great. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're undefeated again. Um, they'll probably, for sure, I think, win the WCC. I mean, go undefeated in the WCC. I'm sorry to BYU, but I do think they'll beat them twice. Uh, you know, so just based off that alone, probably going to be a one seed. I think Drew Timmy's going to be on there. You know, this is where it gets interesting because there's a lot of good players out there. But I'm going to give you one that's a little bit of a, a, a different, you know, different player. I think he's going to have an, an excellent season. And this is uh, the Cinderella. He was on the Cinderella team this past year. Oral Roberts, the 15 seed. Max Abrams. Oh, my goodness. Who is a junior now, I believe. Yeah. But he averaged 24 a game last year on 47% shooting. His range was crazy. He was really good in the tournament, averaging, I think, like 27 a game. His efficiency isn't the greatest. I mean, 47% is still pretty good but it could be a little better because he takes so many shots. But now with, uh, I think his name was O'Bonner is he transferred to Texas tech. He was like their other main scoring option. He's going to really take on the main, you know, scoring. And I could see him averaging close to 30 if I'm being honest, because I think he's really Wait, talented. Dude, did you say transfer to Texas tech? O'Bonner or banner. You remember he had the, you remember who that was? Uh, he, I think he had the, talk- he was number zero. He was number zero. Are you talking about the Eastern Washington guy? Because no. the two Eastern Washington guys transferred to Texas Tech. Or Oklahoma. Two of them transferred to Oklahoma. The brothers. No, this, no, this one transferred to Texas oh, Tech. I talk. know that. The no, Roberts guy. I'm saying, yeah, I got him confused with the other Eastern Washington dudes who transferred to Oklahoma. The two brothers. Or that North um, Dakota team or South Dakota team or whatever it was. That yeah. played Oklahoma last year in the first round. Either way, either and way. That, ups- yeah. <laughs> he O'Bonner okay. averaged 18 a game last year for Robertson. He's gone. So basically my point is he's going to have more offensive load. So I think okay. he's going to – I know like a thing like they might trap him and put all the focus on him, which it could be true. This could blow up in my face. He could struggle, you know, because he is only six foot. He's not that tall. But I still think he's just very explosive, very dynamic of a scorer. And I think Oral Roberts will probably win the conference again. I think it'll warrant enough to be a top five player in college basketball. 
So mm. that's number two. Number three is Johnny Buckets, or I think his name is Johnny Silk. Juzang. Yeah, Juzang. I, I forgot his Instagram name. It's like Johnny Silk or something, or Silky John. I don't know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But either way, Johnny Juzang, you know, he only averaged 16 a game, but the tournament when he really kind of blew you know, blew up, you could say he really kind of showed what he was capable of averaging, what, like 24, you know, he absolutely, you know, creamed Michigan, absolutely creamed BYU. You know, he was like the only offense really in those for UCLA, especially in the Michigan game, you know, so just a really good player. He's going to have a big season that UCLA team is so talented. He'll be the uh, forefront of that team, but since they have so many weapons, I don't think he'll be like, like everyone will put the attention on him. You know, like he'll get open shots though with like Tiger Campbell running point guard and Hawk has also on the wing, but he can get you a bucket in ISO situations if need be. So I think a big year's coming for him and a big year's coming for UCLA. They have like that whole starting lineup back. So Johnny Juzang has got to be on that list. All right. Two more. Oh, this is tough. Hmm. And it doesn't matter position, right? You can just. I think it's. Five, right? I think you can just do top five. That's what I'm doing at least. Okay. Because okay, uh, yeah, I, be... I already have my five then. Yeah, I can't say I, I have like a you know like a strong five. Right, you know it's hard mm-hmm. for me to do preseason. I'll go with. Uh, I think I'll go with Remy Martin, Kansas, transfer from Arizona State to Kansas. Did not decide to go to the draft. We watched him at the TOC. I mm-hmm. remember our senior year of high school, and he was really good. And we watched Tiger Campbell. We did, yeah, well. that's right. Yeah, Tiger Campbell was there too. Yeah, Remy mm-hmm. Martin, I think he's going to have a great season as well. He's been great the last, you know, two years especially, but his whole college career has been solid. Averaged 19 a game last year, three assists – or four assists, three rebounds. So, really solid player. And, you know, going to a team like Kansas, you know, Kansas is – you know, a team that can compete for national championships. So I think they'll have a good team. I, I don't know if they'll win the Big 12. It'll be obviously tough, but I think they're definitely a contender for it. So I like Remy Martin to kind of come in, you know, under Bill Self, who's a really good coach to have a really good season. And number five, last but not least, right? I'm on number five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I will go with it's like I'm I'm reading up about this guy right now. I didn't know about him. This uh the Duke freshman who everyone is really hyped about, it seems as well. Banchero, I think is how you say his name, or Banchero mm. from Seattle. I was just looking at him. I'm not sure if I was gonna pick him, but I've seen him a lot on this article. So, uh, I'll go with uh, Kofi for Illinois. This is the dominant center. IU is gone. So, again, it'll be more scoring for him, more opportunities. He's just a dominant presence at seven foot, 285. He can get what he wants in the paint, you know, when he gets uh, the good position. And they have uh, Curbelo, a really good point guard, you know, who can mm-hmm. run the offense. I think uh, Illinois has an, a great team as well. So, that's my five. I know it might be kind of the tradition. It might be like the kind of just picking the who everyone's picking, you know, but 
if I'm being honest, that's like my best, best take I could give. So I'm going to go with those five. I'm excited to hear your list. I feel like you're going to switch it up more than I will. So we only have kind of one person that's not on the list. That's on mine. Are you so four like, of my five I, are on there? Yeah. Like Drew really? Timmy is on there. Yeah. Bernie Martin is on there. Kofi Coburn's on there. Uh, Johnny Juzang is Juzang. on there. Yeah. And then I'm going to go with the Michigan guy, Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson. Okay. Yeah. So that's my five. Um, and I, I think everyone knows I watch a lot of Big Ten and Pac-12 basketball just because Michigan and Oregon oh, and Arizona State are all, all in those conferences. And so I know those guys a lot more than like the AA, the ACC and Big 12. So I don't know too much about the Big 12 stuff, um, you know, but right. that is what I'm going to go with are those. Those five, I mean, granted, Remy Martin is now in at Kansas, I believe, correct? Yeah, he's in Kansas. Yeah. Um, and he transferred from Arizona State to Kansas. Um, but, yeah, those are my five. And I like all of them. I think they're all good players. Um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy watching all five of them play last year. They did really well. Now some of the guys are gone, like the role player guys, or not the role player, like the players that were like the stars, you know, like mm-hmm. like for Michigan, Isaiah Livers is gone. Um, right. The other point guard we had is gone there with Kofi. You know, Ayo Sumu is gone with Remy. He's on a new team, but he's the leader of that team because they didn't really have a point guard. Drew Timmy, right. no Kisper. And then Juzang, granted, still has Jaime Hawkins and Campbell, but – He's more in that leadership role of I am that guy. So that's where I think it's yeah, going mean, it to like be good. sounds like we're pretty much in agreement, I mean, honestly, uh, about like our top five. So I like that. I like that. Who's your player of the year then out of those five? Who wins the player of the year? Probably Drew Timmy. If they're number one the whole way, you have to give them to him, right? Yeah, it's either going to be Drew, Timmy, I feel like, or maybe even Kofi, kind of. I don't know. I, I have a, I don't know, I like him to potentially win it too, but I'd probably give it to Drew, Timmy as well. That's like the, yeah, it's like the number one pick, I would say, you know, the win, wooden, uh, I think it's the wooden player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if, if they lead wire to wire and he's dominant, I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be, right? Right. Yeah. No, he, no reason. All right, so we got players. Do we want to talk about our coach of the year? Oh, I don't really know coaches too much, so. Juwan Howard? I mean, good chance. I mean, if 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 I was to go for anyone, I probably would say Juwan Howard. Because, um, I mean, last year they were unranked to start the season. Then they ended up getting to number – Number four, number three, I think, was their highest rating, I think. That's probably because what they were. That's probably what they were the tournament. The they're probably like three or four of us started the tournament because they were the one seed. So, yeah. Um, so I think Jawan has a good shot. Um, just thinking who else? I know my BYU guy, Mark Pope, is pretty good, and people have been. Um, attract have been name dropping him to a lot of different job openings, like bigger ones. I don't know if you've heard about that. Um, 
but he might be one of them. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of the coaches just yet. I, I, that one you have to give me at least three or four weeks of the season yeah. to at least start forming what I okay. would do. I understand. I understand. All right. Well, just because there's so much, many more coaches for that compared to like, you know, the NFL, you know, there's only 32 that we can choose from. So a little yeah, different. It's, it's a little different. All right. Well, give me your final four teams then and give me reasons why they will be in the final four. Okay. I actually pulled my rankings right now so I can just see. So I may have to give it to Gonzaga. Like Gonzaga's like one of the top one. They're gonna be one of them. Um Or it gets interesting. A lot of good choices. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'll go with Memphis as Memphis. another one. Okay. Yeah. And then my last one. I mean, Imani Bates, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's playing for Memphis. Yeah, that's why I said that, because you picked them. Um, I'll go with Baylor, might as you, well. What was your other one besides Baylor, Memphis, and Gonzaga? What was your fourth one? Michigan. Michigan? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, tell me a little bit more uh, about actually, Memphis. Actually, I'll change uh... – yeah, also Baylor, whatever. Tell me a little bit more about why you want Memphis or think Memphis will make it and Baylor will make um, it. Um, well, they have a really they had a really strong recruiting class coming in. Um, I believe uh a top five one, correct? Uh yeah, definitely top five. Yeah. Um, they got I think the second best player in Amani Bates, I believe. Or was he the first best and then reclassified? I'm not sure. Top player though. Okay. Just say that. <laughs> Yeah, top player. I love Penny Hardaway as a coach. I think he's really good. Um, right? Isn't he the coach of Memphis? Right? Yeah, Penny, right? he. Yeah, he is. I. They did win the NIT though, which was pretty good by them. They did. They yeah. did. I mean, that was the. That's with all the James Wiseman's. I mean, granted, that was two years ago, but like, just all of that, and they got, I think, a couple scholarship sanctions for it and stuff. You know, all this stuff. Anyways. Besides the point, I think they have a really good team. And, you know, Kentucky is sort of like this where they, like, don't judge them in the beginning of the season. You've got to do it middle to end because Kentucky always has those little growing pains. You're like, oh, no, is Kentucky good or not? Granted, last year they were very bad. But when you have that much talent, it takes just a little bit to gel, but I think we'll gel at the right time to make the final four run. Gonzaga's Gonzaga, like – they're just loaded. Um, I know Baylor lost a lot of their seniors that made it to the to the championship game and yeah. won, but I do like their defense and the way they play, and I like Scott Drew, I believe, yeah. is the coach for them. He is. Um, and I liked him when he was at Valpo because Missouri State would play him a lot, so we got to watch him coach. Um, yeah, it could have been more so, if uh, Valpo went to the Valley earlier, but oh well. Yeah. Yeah, so I like him, and I think he'll do well. And then Jawan Howard also has a really good recruiting class, and he was a great coach last year. And, I mean, 
yeah so i think i think those are my top four i, I like all those so. i like your memphis pick i think that's a good sleeper pick i just wanted to go out the because yeah. you know the final it's easy like okay i'm gonna pick duke okay i'm gonna pick whatever right but like yeah. we're looking at it like i'm thinking of who's gonna get hot and who has just a little bit easier of a path you know like who might have a little bit more wins like like the a the aac still has like houston and cincinnati and smu you know who can be in the top 25 yeah. so memphis will have to win those games but it's not like the big 10 where everyone beats up on each other you know like you can make a little bit more of a run. So that those are kind of why I picked those four. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up, see if I can pull up the like recruiting who got the best recruiting by team, you know, like recruiting class. Oh yeah. But I can't find a good one right now at least. So I'm just gonna go ahead and jump into mine. Yeah, Gonzaga, I think they'll go back. That's enough said. You know, don't really need to say anything. They still have enough talent returning, even though they lost Kispert and Suggs. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, I think I'm going to go with Purdue. That's a little bit out there. I think that Matt Painter has a really good squad built. They've you're going pretty... with you're Purdue. Going with Purdue? I think Purdue will make the final four. They will. No, I think uh, they got a great Purdue. team. I think they got a really good team. Uh, Eric Hunter Jr., Travion Williams, two, and Sasha Stefanovic, three seniors that have been on the team. Since they were, you know, uh, they with Carson Edwards and they made that elite eight run, should have made the final four, but Virginia somehow got it. Anyways, I think they have a really good team, some good uh, recruits. They got a team built for the final four. It's my team kind of out there as well. That's a little bit different, you know. So they've been together for a while. So I'm going Purdue as number two. Number three, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Duke, only because it's so you coach. Have- so you have right now you have Duke, Perdon, and who else? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Okay. Man, I can't. Jeez. If if Purdue makes it, I can't wait to use that Perdon meme against you. Anyways, but bro, again, I've been using that every single time, and they've never failed me. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, they really were this this close to the final four in 2019, but they did they still didn't make it. But they were like right there. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I do think so. Duke is your third one. I mean, coach, it's Coach K's last season. It'd be quite a ride, you know. Remember, we'll send off who makes the final four. I don't know. I can just see some Duke True. magic happening. You know, they won in 2010, 2015. I don't know. I could just, I don't know why. I just see it kind of aligning that way for Duke to make the final four. And I don't know how. I mean, Duke's team is good. I don't know if it's like that that good, but I can just see like March Madness going their way, like certain matchups going their way, like from other, you know, other sides of the bracket teams getting knocked out i just think it's gonna align for them basketball gods are gonna salute coach k you know so i got duke as my third and then my fourth i'm gonna go with ucla i think they're too good to not be in the final four uh with their team from last year and those are my four michigan was close definitely kansas close i think villanova will have another good year too but those are my final four so yeah Dang, a little so you different have no big 10 teams yeah i do purdue Oh, I keep forgetting. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Purdue's Gosh. Big Ten, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You can – I mean, you wouldn't be giving this much hate if you didn't, you know, dislike them because of your love for Michigan. But No, hey. it's not that. No, no, trust me. I – like, trust me. Whenever Purdue plays really well in the regular season and 
I liked them. Like when they had killed Swanigan and we watched them. Remember, we watched them play Kansas our yeah, senior year. I really like that team. But there's a reason why we call them Perdon and they never fail. It's because they never do what they're supposed to do. If they're supposed to win, they don't. And that's why we call them Perdon. I think there's a lot of teams that are supposed to win and they don't. So it's not well, just Purdue. Ah. It's just it's it's just a thing for basketball. They're just it's just Perdon. Like it, it's just that's just is what it is. Yeah, but it's that's okay. True. If they if they prove me yeah. wrong, I will be very happy for you and I will say that I was wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, we only you only give them so much criticism because they're pretty good, you know, like they're a good basketball program. Oh, so. they're a good program, but yeah. like, I mean, the I thing mean, is, like, even with Michigan, like, we've been in two championships in the past, what, 10, I guess, years? Yeah. 2011 and then 18. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, mean, that's, that's true. Granted, we lost both of them, unfortunately, but you know, we were at least there and I don't know, Purdue. I, it's like, I guess too. Cause when I, whenever I pick them in my bracket, I know that they will always let me down. So that's why I also call them Purdue. Cause I'm like, dang, like if I need Purdue to do well in my bracket, they don't. And I'm just like, Oh, this is so frustrating. You know? Oh, I'm even more happy. I picked them now. I'm not going to lie. So this makes me <laughs> extra happy. I picked them. I'm confident. I don't know. I don't know. I like Purdue. I think they've got a good team. I, I really do. But, yeah, I mean, they've never made – have they ever made the Final Four? At least not recently, that's for sure. But, hey. Um, I think maybe in the early days, I think. I don't know. I haven't really – I'm not a big Purdue follower, so. Well, I'm happy I picked them because you are not a fan of them, uh, at least in March. Well, I'm so. not a fan of Duke either. Hey man, that makes me happy. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to pick picks that you wouldn't agree with. So. You know, as they say, you ready for this, Chant? You ready? What? It's wake is fake, Duke is puke, NC State's the one we hate. That's a UNC chant for you. <laughs> and let me tell you what, Duke is puke. I'd rather have North Carolina <laughs> win, but uh, isn't this the first year without Roy Williams, though? Right for UNC. It is, yeah. I actually don't even know who the coach is right now. I, I can't tell you. I, I actually don't know who the uh, new I don't coach know who is. it is either. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that – I feel like North Carolina, ever since they won, is just kind of – they were the two seed and then lost in the second round and the one seed and lost in the Sweet 16 the year after. And since they just yep. haven't really been able to – but, I mean, they only won four years ago. It's not that long ago, so. No. Yeah. I don't know. Villanova seems like they might let me down this year. That's why I didn't pick them. And I don't know how Texas is ranked number five. I really don't. Chris yeah, Beard's a great have, coach, though. I know Chris Beard. Pre- right? Yeah, Chris Beard. He's their new coach. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great coach. And yeah, I feel excellent. bad for Shaka because he did a really good job with them last year, you know. Um, but, man, until I see – the change, like I know he did really well at Texas Tech, you know, of course, but right. I think five's a little high for preseason for them. Yeah, I don't know who's on the team. I, I really have no idea. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm assuming they returned some of the guys they had from last year because they were, you know, good. They won the Big Twelve last year. You know, the tournament. Yeah, so. and they had the third seed, and they ended up losing. Losing Abilene Christian, right? It was yeah. It was it was a pretty good tournament. There was a good amount of it upsets. Was. It good was amount good. of upsets. Yeah. 
So, all right. Well, you know, you and I have our own personal opinions on our favorite teams. I mean, like our favorite favorites, which is the schools that we have attended or currently are attending. And that's Mm -hmm. BYU. And then my team's Missouri State. And, you know, it's a little bit easier for you, you know, being a BYU fan. Your team's team basketball has been better than Missouri State. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. I want to give you I want you to give me your expectations for BYU this season and where you think they'll go and all that stuff. So give me your expectations. Um, well, with my Michigan team. Oh yeah, I, I guess you have mul- you have multiple, so yeah. you can you can go ahead. Okay. This is the four Michigan, is yours. I Michigan, I expect final four, like whatever. Well, Oregon. How about- Will they win the final? Will they win it all, or will they get knocked out in the final four or a championship? No, win it all. I think Michigan will win it all this year. Okay, remember right. Gonzaga. That's what I think. That, all right. Um, and I think they'll win the Big Ten regular okay. and tournament. I believe because they have just that much depth. Okay. Uh, with Oregon, I they're the highest ranked Pac-12 team right now. I also think they win regular season and tournament as well but I think they got knocked out in Elite Eight. That's what I think. I think they're a good program. Okay. Um, I actually think Memphis will knock them out in, the, in Elite Eight, actually. Um, then with Arizona State, I think they barely make the tournament. Um, I think they're on the bubble watch the whole time. But now when it comes to BYU, I have good expectations for them because we did get some transfers this year who are supposedly pretty good. Like one of them is called is named Seneca Knight. He's from San Jose State. I think he was averaging like 22 a game or something like that. So pretty good scoring and stuff. Mark Pope is great. Um, BYU actually plays Oregon in their third game of the season, actually. Um, so that'll be good barometer to see how good we are. Um, and we play San Diego State the game before that. So those that's always a good game. Um, I think BYU will finish second in the WCC. I also think they will finish second in the tournament and lose to Gonzaga per usual. Um, and I think BYU will probably be a five or six seed this year. I think I think that's where they'll be. So that's my prediction for BYU. Five or six seed. Oh, and of course, how far they make it? Of course, they'll get the W against Missouri State. Well, how far does BYU make it though? Uh, Sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Okay, so yep. you think they'll knock out the three seed or? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. BYU is always one of those teams that, like, you know, they're, yeah, like, pretty decent, but you never know if they can go off or not. So, you always got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I thought this past year they were going to definitely at least win the first round game. I didn't think they'd lose UCLA in the first round, not going to lie. But then again, UCLA yeah. went to the Final Four, so you can't really, you know, be that, like, wow. We did lose the Final Four team, you know, so. Yeah, and BYU, what, lost by, like, one or two? So, UCLA, they lost by, like, 10 was it 10 i think oh yeah it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't well, one point game i know that it wasn't yeah. too close but yeah anyways okay i like that i think BYU will beat oregon not gonna lie i really do really i think i think oregon's kind of overrated this year i'm not gonna lie I don't okay it'd be that good um, okay i think BYU might be better than oregon yeah um okay bracketology has BYU as like one of the bubble teams like you know around that 11 12 seed uh, Mark yeah. and you think six seeds, so that's at large. So 
Yeah. I could see I could see BYU definitely uh, doing well, better BYU, expectations. I feel like they're always in the bubble spot at the very beginning of the year because you never know. Hey, that's a know? good that's a good thing to be in though, you know. It is. It's better than like, know, here's the thing. Missouri State. <laughs> if BYU if BYU beats Oregon, which you know we we talked about, then I think people might be like, oh, BYU is a lot better. Or if even they keep the game close, like, even if they lose, let's say by like one or two. It's like, oh, this team is better than yeah. Like, even though you don't want to lose, that's a good loss, you know. Yeah, BYU's been like solid, you know, like a good basketball program, but they literally just haven't been able to like get out of like either the Sweet Sixteen or the first or second round of the tournament. You know, they haven't really made a run yet, and the that's last why time I they really got wanted close that, was, that was COVID. Yeah. I wanted that COVID year because that team was so good, just knocked off Gonzaga, like all that stuff, you know. But yeah, who that's knows? okay. I mean, that Jimmer year, they should have made it, you know, but the whole suspension or whatever from one of the Davies, I think, that yeah. they probably would have made the Final Four if that didn't happen. But anyways, yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm super excited that BYU is coming to Missouri State, though. That's awesome because that's a good – if we get a win there, that's a good win for us for sure because BYU is no slouch. And, hey, I think if Missouri – you know, you're probably okay with that because, like, Missouri – having a win at, at Springfield against Missouri State, who I think will be – Solid. That, that's pretty good for the, you know, for the record, you know. So because mm-hmm. yeah, like Missouri State is a better mid major than others, so that's an okay win, you know. Yeah, and like I talked about, Missouri State was eighty something than the power rankings, which is almost qualified. I think it was tier two win or something. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So now it's my turn. I only have one team. I don't have four like Matt, <laughs> but I have one team. Hey, you love all your teams, so that's good. I have one I team. Do. Missouri State. You know, you know, I always love my teams, and I and I never switch. I've never switched, so you know that. I've never switched either. So yeah, so I am a fair. I am a loyal fan, and you know that. Even when they're bad, I am a loyal fan. So you know. How, that. Do, you, how do you think I felt, bro? Watching <laughs> Missouri State the last decade, bro. I mean, I have stuck with it, but I mean, obviously, I went to school there. I got my degree there. My mom went there, born in Springfield. You know, it's just natural to be a fan. So. Missouri State, now it's my turn to talk about it. I think Dana Ford's a really good coach. I like him a lot. I'm afraid he might in the next couple of years leave, you know, to go to another, you know, school because I, I think he's he's that good. It would be similar to Conzo when he was here way back when. I think he might leave for a bigger program. But Before he went to Tennessee. Yeah, it was Tennessee, and then he went to Cal, and then I think Missouri. So he's kind of, yep. he was kind of on a journey. Anyways. I like Missouri State, but I, I don't know. I got to see how we play this year. We obviously did solid last year during the COVID year. We were we weren't like no slouch. We weren't gr- like great. Obviously, we lost in the semifinals of the tournament against Drake, who was who, who was a NCAA tournament team. We lost by two, so we played them tough. But they had one of their players out that game. We were the third seed in the Valley, so that's promising. We returned pretty much everyone, so that's always a good thing. But the, the Valley is going to be really tough because, like, Loyola is returning pretty much everyone except Krutwig, who was really good. But Loyola is going to be good. Drake's pretty much got everyone back, so they're going to be good. You know, Northern Iowa is going to still always a good team. So it's going to be hard to win the Valley. Um, I can't say with confidence we're, we're going to win the Valley. Uh, I don't think we'll win regular season, but if I could see us more likely winning tournament than regular season, and that's really what matters. Um, I, I will be confident, though, since – you know, Isaiah Mosley, he's turning into a star, averaged almost 20 a game this past year. Gage Prim averaged like 17 and 7, you know. So we've got some good pieces. 
I do think we won the tournament. The NBC tournament is like the three or two seed. We'll make the tournament as like a, what, an 11 or 12, 13. Probably lose yeah. in the first round, but just seeing us in the tournament would be sick. But I, I feel like whoever wins the Valley this year obviously has potential to pull off a first first round upset, definitely. The Valley is always a really good, you know, basketball program. Like you saw, obviously, Loyola last year upset Illinois in the uh, round of 32 to move on to the Sweet 16. You know, and Loyola made it to the Final Four in 2018. You know, like Wichita State when they were here, 2013 they made it. The Valley, you know, it's, it's a good bas- It's a good mid-major. Definitely one of the better ones, I would say. I think we're ninth in the total and conference power uh, BPI or whatever. I think we're the ninth best conference in the nation, which is that's pretty good. You know, like that's not too bad. You know, when you after you go over the top, you know, pro, top conferences. I think is that that's better than BYU's conference, right? Honestly, it might be. I don't think Gonzaga can carry the WCC. Like it's kind of Gonzaga well, and BYU. Yeah, well, well, and St. Mary's, those are the three teams. Yeah, the rest is kind of brings them down, definitely. But, hey, BYU won't be in there after this year. Anyways, so, yeah, I, I like Missouri State, though. I'm, I cannot wait for us, though, to beach BYU when they come to town in a little less than a month. Nah, if I'm being real, like, I got to see us play first before I can determine. I'm not that confident we'll win. Um, I do think we'll make it close. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, I think you guys would win by, like, eight maybe right we'll now. We'll definitely have to – Make a little wager for sure, though. Yeah, I mean, are you coming to town? You still think, or are you not going to make it? I'm think I'm thinking I am. I want I mean, when to. I, when I told you about it at first, you're like, you're like, I'm coming to town. I'm coming that weekend. I, I'm watching that yeah. game. So we'll yeah, see if you I can keep to. up with that. So, yeah, bro. I want to, bro. I I'm super excited though. Uh, just seeing Missouri State in the tournament would be like so awesome for you it's it's different because BYU's made it so many times you're like I want to go sweet 16 now I want to go lead eight yeah but if Missouri State yeah. just make the tournament like that'd make me so happy if we can win the valley tournament oh man I want to see us win Arch Madness because I love Arch Madness such a good tournament so if we can win that man I'll be so happy we'll see I've been dealing with it for like 10 years from what I can remember of us losing even when we won the regular season and we lost in the championship. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. I, I was there whenever they won the regular season. Uh, me too, bro. We didn't know each yeah, other back then. Yeah, we took you, right? No, I didn't know you back then. That was like sixth grade. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was a while. It was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You're right. Oh, man, I'm super pumped. College basketball is uh, – I cannot wait to watch some college basketball coming up. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be nice having fans back, bring a little more energy oh, back. Oh, yeah, that'll be way – college basketball fans are the best. It's yeah, the best. Low-key. Just hearing all the hype, like, during the game, just uh, so good. Just yeah, love it. And college basketball is probably my favorite thing to watch even more than the NBA. Oh, and, and- same. I would rather watch a college basketball game compared to an NBA game. And March Madness is still, to this day, my favorite sporting event. Of ever like at, even better oh. than the olympics even better than the world cup even better see than that the one that one's a hard for me i i i say world cup for me is my favorite just because every four years but if you're talking about like an every year thing it goes march madness is first yeah probably then like the champions league stuff for soccer even over the super Bowl. and then it's like you know little super bowl like that one's good too but champions league is second super bowl is third um, yeah, there's nothing kind of like March Madness, man. <laughs> no. Nothing like it. March uh, Madness is basically like the World Cup, but it's every year. So that's yeah. why it's really good. But yeah. World Cup is here. Like, they're definitely equal. Like, 
yeah. four March Madnesses definitely equal World Cup and, for me, you know? And you just never, you know, all the games, and you just never know who might make a run. It could be a power team. The Cinderella's everyone loves, obviously. You love when they start yeah. winning, and it's just well, crazy, it's always bro. fun, too, to make the brackets with your friends and, and see who yeah. got what right, who got what and wrong, then who's, you know, all that who's bracket stuff. busted. <laughs> Yeah, like mine exactly. last year. Yeah, <laughs> mine was awful, dude. I think I got like tied for last in our in our bracket. It was like six hundred points. It was really bad. And Eric yeah, didn't Eric do, Eric dominated us. I remember he picked like yeah he picked I think three of the four teams to make the final four, and he picked Gonzaga Baylor champion, and then Baylor to win it yeah. all. So he like crushed us, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, oh my gosh, oh man, good stuff, man. Uh, it just gives me excited thinking about it. So excited me to too. watch. So excited for tomorrow. That's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. I can't, I can't wait, though, for BYU to come to Missouri State. Because if we win, bro, oh, that's going to be such a good win. Oh, man. And you and I are definitely going to wager something on, about this. We, we don't know what oh, it'll be sure. yet, but we'll wager something. So for I'm sure. super pumped. Hopefully you make it. If not, I'll just send, you, I'll just send you pictures, bro, as you watch it on TV, okay. probably. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean – yeah, oh man, March Madness. We're it's crazy though, because like you know, it's it's so much different than the NBA because well, a you know, it's still a season, obviously, and you know, everyone's fighting to make it to the tournament or win their conference tournament. So, you know, all those games do matter, but it's kind of just like a you know, kind of a quiet, casual season, and then once like the conference tournament starts, it just picks up to a whole nother level. And it's just great because it's single elimination. You know, it's not the NBA. It's not a series. It's single elimination. So that's where anything can happen, you know. And that's and what makes that it was so the case, great. Then the Suns would have won the NBA championship. I know, but the NBA playoffs would be so boring, too. <laughs> no, actually, they wouldn't be. They'd be short. That's what it'd be. They'd be short. But, yeah, yeah. Suns would have won the championship. Because <laughs> um, they won every single game one. Dude, I'm honestly, though, like, I guess they, they – added that a little bit with play in now the nba but like yeah seeing like a full playoff series or a full playoff run like with just single game elimination would be kind of fun to watch in the nba not gonna lie it would that would be kind of fun but march madness does it best and you know out of all the 360 teams only 68 get in and it's just pure chaos oh just because the uh, I can't wait for March because that's like my birthday is too, and it's like right before, and then spring break would always happen, and then it'd be March Madness, and it'd be like, yeah, literally perfect. Oh man, I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah, uh, does BYU play tomorrow? They play opening night. Yep, they do. We do too. Play we here. play. We play Cleveland State. You go into the game. I'm debating. We play. You got football and basketball, you know, going on. So that'll be we, – we play Southeast Missouri State. Ah, so our opening CMO. game is tomorrow too. Yeah, SEMO. We play SEMO tomorrow. So Nice. Oh. Any good non-conference games for the Bears? We – I mean, BYU. <laughs> we play St. Mary's too, actually. I don't know if you knew that. We oh, play okay. St. Mary's cool. and BYU. So we're getting a little bit of WCC action. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, we play Oral Roberts. You know, they made it to the Sweet 16, obviously. And the guy, one of the guys I picked as an All American is going to be a JQH, so that should be fun. So those are so those are probably the three games that are the best ones, probably. Yeah, we play in a tournament too. We do. I think it's called. Um, uh, what tournament do we play in? I'm trying to trying to think of if I can pull it up real quick. 
Naples. We play at Naples. We play Long Beach State uh, opening round. And then the rest of the teams, there's nothing too, too crazy in that tournament. But we do play in a, a tournament, you know, like a uh, getaway tournament. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Does BYU play in any tournaments that you know of? Uh, Maui. I oh, they're at Maui? Oh, bro, that's I pretty think, sick. But they're doing it in Florida, I think. I think they're in the Maui one. Let me just make sure. I can pull it up for you right now. you guys right. Okay. Because I can pull up Missouri State schedule, click on BYU. <laughs> I couldn't believe when I saw that, bro. Um, let's see. I'm pulling it up. Oh, it's it's Diamond Head. That's the one they play in Diamond Head. Diamond is that against Oregon? Then I've no, seen, that I've one's against Astrid. South Florida. Oh. No, the Oregon one. That's the Phil Knight Invitational. Oh, oh yeah, there's the South Florida with an asterisk. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, so which Diamond Head's pretty good too. Like that one's really good usually. So where do you guys play Oregon at? It's that neutral court. That's what it says. I, at least. Really? I'm pretty sure it was at Oregon. I'm, I thought. Let me see. I wonder if game. it's at uh yeah. Oh, it's at the Moda Center. Oh, Portland. That's what yeah. the Blazers play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I like how we're just ranting on about our teams, but our listeners might be like, I don't care about these teams at all. <laughs> Bro, do you think Missouri State will win the Valley? You can be honest with me, brutally honest. I do not think they'll win the Valley. Dang. I understand the Valley is going to be really tough, as always. But this but year, we'll see. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, I do think, like I said, I think BYU will beat or actually, I didn't know it was neutral. I thought it was at BYU. So now that makes me skept- make it a little bit of a change. But I do still think BYU can win because, like I said, I don't think Oregon's that good. Yeah. Uh, is there any last thoughts you want to say about college basketball? Any? Nah, I'm just excited that it's back. We'll Hopefully recap our final. Hopefully, we can compare our final four teams kind of maybe before the tournament. We'll mm-hmm. see where they are because, obviously, like, we don't have to pick them in our brackets, but we can just say, here's what we got right, here's what we got wrong. I'm just excited for it to be back. Love college basketball. Let's go, baby. And, hey, we can talk uh... – yeah, we can recap some big matchups that happened during the season, you know. So, start a season exactly. two with college basketball of the No Notes podcast. Yeah, starting with Kansas and Michigan State tomorrow, State Farm Champions Classic, as well as Kentucky and Duke. So, those are the two big it's games tomorrow. Kentucky and Duke, and who else? Michigan State, Kansas. Those are I the, the Kentucky-Duke one. Those are the two big games to anyone who's listening yeah. to college basketball tomorrow for opening night if you want to watch and – yeah, so that wraps up episode 29 for start of season one, No Notes podcast. So to all you guys who are college basketball fans, I hope your team has success, you know, just like hopefully my team does too, Missouri State. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and, you know, thank you guys for listening. And I'll be sure to post that picture, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'll post that whenever. If you want to check that out, you got to follow on Instagram, though. You know, you'll find all our handles there and, you know, listen on Spotify and Apple and watch on YouTube. No Notes podcast, quick search. You can find it. We're the only podcast named No Notes, which is nice. So we don't have to deal with copyright. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. It's getting dark here. Daylight savings. It's only five o'clock and it's already almost dark. So let's go, (laughs) baby. 
anyways, we will see you guys on Friday. No, that's a lie. We'll see you on Thursday probably with fantasy football. Mm. Yeah, fantasy football. And then obviously me and Matt will be back here on Friday. So, yeah. And have a good rest of your day. Have a good week. And we'll see you guys later. Peace.